Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Adventures actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Where there's a rapping at our chamber door. I hope there's not an underwater raven down here. Where there already is there an underwater is, raven yeah. down here. Oh, okay, fine. Well, actually, she's in a submersible, kind of, sort of. <laughs> yeah. She's still underwater. Technically speaking, there's an entire flock of underwater ravens down here. As we are continuing with the adventures of the Silver Ravens. <laughs> that, is, that is true. I think an underwater raven is just a penguin. <laughs> That's true. Basically, yeah. I like it. We missed the chance to be the silver penguins. <laughs> oh my god! We didn't get to sounding. pick our name. We adopted it. Yeah. Also, true. how many people in this city would have known what a penguin was? They are featured in the Sin Saga, which is where the silver penguins were previously featured. <laughs> An entire pirating crew. Wow. I want to know what a silver penguin figurine does. I definitely want to know that. It mostly yeah. flops around. <laughs> it goes and retrieves a fish for you. Ah, oh, good. If anyone ever wants a laugh, immediately getting off topic, if anyone ever wants a laugh, H.P. Lovecraft's Mountains of Madness, where he decides, you know what's horrifying? Six-foot-tall penguins <laughs> with no eyes. To be fair, that's a little terrifying. Uh, yeah. To be fair, that is, yeah. The the way that he describes penguins as being horrifying, it's like, yeah. what are you not afraid of, guy? Tim Burton <laughs> tried to make penguins scary, and while Danny DeVito did look scary, all the penguins, <laughs> even with their rocket launchers and whatnot, were still freaking cute. Yeah, it's true. True. Also, Danny DeVito, <laughs> National Treasure. Also, Scary Penguins, yes. Happy Foot. Anyway. <laughs> I don't really actually think that, but. Yeah, I was about to say, that doesn't mean. That doesn't Who knows? Happen. No. Yeah, welcome back, everyone, to the continued. There are no penguins here. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to the continued exploits of the Silver Ravens. When last we had left our now aquatic heroes down deep beneath the streets of Kentargo in the flooded remains of the guild hall of the Gray Spiders. The party had uh, delved even deeper in hopes of clearing this place so that the Silver Ravens could have a new base of operations as you're kind of outgrowing. The wasp nest is getting a little cramp. Mm. Um, in addition to that, you're hoping to find a place that you can bring the Hell Knights of the Order of the Torrent back into the city of Kentargo, since all of them are currently hanging out in a room full of dead bodies and have been for like weeks. Yeah. So maybe finding a new place for them would be a good, pleasant thing. To do this, you had, of course, had to dive down beneath the waves and uh, confront, well, so far, a fair number of scum. And uh, after battling said scum when you'd first arrived, you had explored a side area that had uh, led to a vast amount of treasure. Mm-hmm. A, a disturbing worrying amount of treasure. Amount mm-hmm. of yeah. treasure. Yes. An uncomfortable <laughs> amount of treasure. It's sad when adventurers are like, okay, this is too much. What yeah. Is, what? Yeah, like, I know I signed why? it for treasure, but... What's the catch? <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, to be fair, we did almost lose Cesare to getting in the door. You had then also made your way, basically deciding instead of going out into the unworked portion to continue exploring through the worked portion of the uh, this lower level, wherein you'd found a secret pump room, which had been damaged, you think, at some point in the past. At the very least, Cesare was able to ascertain that there was a piece missing from it. And hence why the pumps are no longer working, meaning that this place is flooded. Although potentially if you repaired the pumps, meaning this place could be uh, fully habitable once again. Mm-hmm. It's the classic video game thing of there's just a little uh, a little mm-hmm. screw and we've got to go put the, the wheel on to turn the wheel. Mm-hmm. So we need the cog. Yeah, yeah it's like the sure. clock tower in Resident Evil 2. Um, however, if it was a video game, you'd find that, then you'd go back, and then you'd realize there's another missing piece, so you'd have to go ah, get a second yeah. missing piece, and you'd come back, and then you'd realize it needs a power source, so you have to go and get a power source yeah. and come back. If they're running out of ideas and need to pad the runtime of the game a little bit more, you could add, like, five more things you need to do in the interim. <laughs> however, hopefully that will not be the case with this. We'll find out. <laughs> 
And instead, you'd continued on past that into a room I affectionately call D5. <laughs> mm, affectionately, yeah. huh? D5 would be really weird shaped. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it really would. It took me a second, but that I, was I good. I like that even Rick was like, took a second to go, what the heck is she talking about? Uh, yeah. Wouldn't it just be a D10 with repeat numbers? No. That's not what that's I'm talking just, that's about. No, it has to be five-sided. It has to be a five-sided yep. dice. Yeah. I'm sure somebody's going to send in this thing that's a five-sided dice or something like that. I mean, it's going to be like pyramid-shaped. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure there's one of those little spinny crystals that's five-sided. Um, yeah. I never liked the crystal dice. Sorry for anyone they out there that does. They never stopped rolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you had then uh, entered into this, uh, for lack of an easier term, almost this torture chamber, it looked like. I think it was 100% a torture chamber. It yeah. even had a murder hole to throw the bodies in. There's a murder yeah. hole. <laughs> There's uh, two whipping posts, rusty there were two, cages. There two collections of uh, skeletal coral thingamabobs. Just, well, actually, just shells. Uh, no coral included in there. Um, horrible piles of shells that ended up being shell sentinels, which had animated and then subsequently... Uh, Tried to murder some. I believe the proper term is wrecked face. Yep. They were really uh, Yeah, also blinded slash poisoned half of the room yep. with sure. their breath weapons. And Nikola's never eating shellfish again. Yeah, you know, you know, it's it's always good whenever uh, we go up and Cesare's like, "I'm gonna lightning bolt it," and nothing happens, and we're all just like, <laughs> "Oh no!" Yeah, that's that's a bad. It's the importance sign. of identifying first. Yeah, yeah. but it's the true. problem we is tried. all my spells are two actions, and I had to move. <laughs> so you know, uh, ugh. sometimes anyway. sometimes you just have to take the loss. Yeah. Anyway, but Victoria was about to die. <laughs> Yes, Victoria, Victoria was badly injured. True. I think, yeah. Next time, I'll roll knowledge instead of trying to save y'all. Okay, got it. Good. <laughs> you know? Well, to be Both fair, you're the one that knows all the things. Us. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, knowledge is half the battle. The other half of the battle is hit point damage. <laughs> Speaking of hit point damage, you guys took a lot. Yep. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. lot. It was pretty rough. But you had a chance to uh, collect yourselves afterwards before, I believe we'd left off as uh, Niccolo eyeing the exit from this chamber. I and the uh, the large door that you can see up ahead had heard a distant rapping sound. This dull metallic thunk. Many octaves deeper than what you would normally expect, although you're still adjusting to the fact that you're hearing this all underwater. I'd actually considered including a water sound effect when, every, when everyone was talking like in character while you guys were underwater and I was like, eh, that could be kind of fun. But after experimenting around for a little bit, I was like, mm, this is going to get real old real fast. Yeah, because <laughs> we're doing a lot of episodes back to back underwater. And anyone that's like driving or if there's road noise or something like that, it does kind of muddle the audio. Mm. So uh, yeah. I did Make choose not here. to do that. I did, however, do that for the uh, combat music. So hmm. the combat music's fun. been a little, if it's been a little bit more bassy recently and you've noticed that, uh, that's intentional. <laughs> it's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> but as That's we left off... That's what we're going with, anyway. The five of you are here in this chamber, some 25 feet long, maybe about 20 feet in overall width, with this alcove set to one side, containing a low stone circle, a well that had led deeper. Um, although it's that curious, that incongruous thing of seeing a well underwater that uh, just makes it really seem to not fit. Mm-hmm. We did. We did have Nicola look down there and see that it goes to like an unworked reservoir. Section, I guess yeah. would be. I don't know what the term for like the wa- place where the water is in the well. Yeah. yeah. The chamber you're in containing seven foot high ceilings, making it seem strangely claustrophobic. Um, this completely flooded room 
with, again, as stated previously, two whipping posts positioned um, on either side of the room, uh, narrow, rusty cages sitting along the walls, partially collapsed racks slumping in the center of the room with a scattered array of rusted utensils that could be either medical or otherwise. We're going to go, go with, with otherwise. Context clues says otherwise. The ceiling of this room covered in this thick layer of phosphorescent Which is pretty cool. plant life. Mm. We all heard the noise, right? Uh, uh, yeah, you can hear it distantly yeah. ahead. Well, I'm not going first. <laughs> I mean, generally, we don't want you going first just on principle. So after you, Niccolo. Yeah, sure. I guess I'll go say hi to our visitor. I'm right behind you. All right. Niccolo, I guess, begins swimming forward in the direction of the noise. I actually do see two doors. Is it the one yes. directly in front of me or is it the one off ahead to my right? You have not been able to actually ascertain where the sound is coming from yet. I guess we'll keep going and see if I can get a better idea as we get closer. Cesare wedges himself in the middle of the party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Aware that there is the, there is the, uh, the well uh, behind us that could like, yeah. you know, something sneaks up and grabs him. Is that a tentacle? Uh. Um, so who's uh, pulling up rear? If Cesare's in the middle now. Oh, yeah. I guess me. I mean, there's not really a middle now. All right. So, Nicolo, you take point. Sliding confidently through the water. Best swimmer down here, such as it is. In addition to that, with your dark vision, you can uh, easily maneuver even without the light source as you make your way ahead. Again, there's this haze that fills the air. Well, not air. There's this haze that fills the water down here. A combination of, uh, well, all of your blood. Um, that's the copper you taste. Yay! As well as this bitter, somewhat disgusting, foul um, taste that you hey, both that was in taste, my as well as breathe in. Mm. As there's still these uh, these wispy clouds of diluted ink hovering through the water here as you make Gross. your way forward. As you reach the corner up ahead, a short distance, only 10 feet into this passageway. The passage opens up towards your left, showing a long, flooded corridor flanked on either side by numerous doors, heavy mm. iron gates, giving this the dreary, depressing appearance of a flooded prison block. Great. Fun. As you slide forward, go ahead and make me a perception roll just for Niklo. We'll start with. Okay. Uh -huh. He's up at the four. They can see down the corridor. I can. So, Niklo, there are 12 doors in this corridor. Wow. One on your right, just as you enter, basically at the head of the hallway. One at the very end of the hallway. And then five of these prison block doors lining the wall to your left. And then five lining the wall towards your right, including one directly um, to your right as you look down the corridor's length. Again, there's this thong thong Thong, 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 thong. Like somebody running a cup, like across a wrought iron gate or something. It's almost more akin to the sound of like, of someone rhythmically hammering their fist into a metal table. Hmm. Okay. Niccolo, as you round the corner, you can tell the initial sound seemed to have come from the door directly ahead of you. However, you actually hear almost as if it is a call, a response from two of the other cells further down the passage. Is this a link, like a pattern? Is there anything we can I mean, roll? it's definitely a pattern. Um, however, there's nothing you can really roll to determine what the pattern is intending. Mm. Niccolo, huh. reaching the door, you can tell that, uh, again, the door is heavily reinforced. The wooden portions of it have rotted. 
Although, again, it's mostly um, an iron gate. Yeah. There's a section set at, uh, where are you standing? Um, at eye level, basically face level, which is a square in it about a foot at a side with iron hmm. bars to allow a, you guess, uh, a prison guard to see inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, you notice that there's also a gap down at the bottom of the door, mm. uh, approximately four inches high. Little food flap. Hmm. Peeking in through this little, I suppose, window, guard peephole, whatever we want to call it. Uh, can I see anyone or anything or is it just empty in there? Leaning forward and looking in. Uh, you can clearly see that this one appears to be occupied. Oh. The cell is small, like enough to make your shoulders kind of scrunch up with the mm. idea of being contained inside of this. Uh, it's approximately four feet from one side to the other, from this door to the opposite wall, and about eight feet in overall length. Um, in essence, a closet. Off towards the left-hand side, as you lean forward, your eyes gleam into the darkness. They are met by a pair of gleaming eyes that look back. You looked into the darkness and it looked back. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. As foretold. Roll for sanity. There is a single woman in the cell. You'd say were she standing, standing, would probably stand close to about six feet in height. However, she's not, um, mm. as she's somewhat floating. However, her skin seems pale, although, again, you're viewing her through dark vision, so details are difficult to make out as far yeah. as color or anything like that is concerned. She has a mane of thick hair, which pulls in a halo around her head, and long, very long pointed ears, large, almost luminescent eyes, and mm. a pair of gills running along the side of her neck, three on each side, that steadily intake and outtake. Is she huh. alive? Judging by the fact that she wears a gag in her mouth, you guess uh, that is the only way that she is capable of breathing. Although, again, you're in water, so apparently breathing is the only thing she can do. The woman is uh, completely nude. Hmm. Her arms are reached up above her mandicult, as are her feet. Although more disturbing than this is the fact that her wrists and ankles have been stitched together oh. Oh. with thick oh, strands God. of some form of strong fiber. Judging by the inflammation around them, you don't think uh. with a great deal of care. Uh. Oh, That's awful. This is some like Madame LaLaurier. I know. Oh, my God. Her eyes watch you with a curious suspicion. And you can tell now that she, judging by the fact that she seems to have been floating down, that were she because of her height, able to extend herself, which she is, because her feet are manacled but not secured to the wall. Mm. She could reach out far enough to slam her manacles into the iron door. <sighs> what is she? Uh, you may actually make me a society check if you so wish. Uh, there is an elven woman in here. Aquatic elven woman. What? Yeah. Uh, we Like alive? Yes. Uh, she seems to be in a state of great distress. We should probably try to help her. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Cesare is usually our best at picking locks. I assume the door is locked. Uh, trying the handle, the door appears to be locked. Yeah. It's also rather rusted. <laughs> Cesare will make uh, his way forward and look in this room, and is it an aquatic elf? Uh, you may make me a society check if you wish. This seems very sus. It is weird, but... Because, I mean, like, even if she'd been down here, like, what? how is she surviving? Who's been yeah. Well, what if there's another way in? Like, from the river or something? 
Yeah. Or somebody knew the passphrase to get past the sentinel. Well, I think it's more the water has to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought we were feeling a pull um, at what looked like it might have been a dock in the large room with the scum. Yeah, so there's some. There may be another way in through that waterway, whatever it is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe there's further down. I mean, there's always another exit because whenever you're building underground, Chesray is in agreement that it's a water elf. I was afraid it was a siren or something crazy <laughs> that was going <laughs> yeah. to kill us the you second see it's we gagged opened and it. You're like, you're gagged for a reason, aren't you? <laughs> okay, well, let's get the door open. Yeah. I roll a 17 for a 31. Hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Nice. 31 is a critical success, granting you two successes. Hey, um, nice. You still nice. need more successes, but you're off to a good start. It's a little harder to do this without Raven. Yeah, and underwater, I I was going to say, you yeah. can't really <laughs> hear it. <laughs> you can hear it even better. It's a seven for a 21. 21 is a success, granting you your third success, as there is a satisfying click sound that reverberates up through your fingertips as the tumblers fall into place. Uh, honestly, you think it was more difficult to pick because of, uh, not because of the quality of the lock, but because of the amount of rust that has permeated this. Chesare will look at her and an elvish and give me a moment and start working on her manacles. I'll I thought her arms were stitched together. But she's no. still manacled. Oh. She's yeah. hanging from the ceiling. I thought her, uh, yeah. her uh, legs are as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like someone tried to turn her into a mermaid. For the manacles, there are not actually locks on them. Mm -hmm. They are pinned in place. Oh, wonderful. Which is uh, actually them. easier that, to remove. That, you can just remove just the, pin. the pin. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, Chesare... because of the fact that her arms were stitched together, she couldn't uh, even try to do that herself if she wanted to. All right. Um, Chesare will pull the gag down, but while he's unpinning the rest of her. <laughs> <sighs> there are four more of us. <clears throat> the further cells. All right. Uh, Vittoria, perhaps you should see what you can do while Nicolo and I get the others out of their cells. Yes, of course. Victoria is she speaking Elven? Forward. Because I don't speak that. Yeah. I think Chesare, I think Heather said that she asked an Elven, so she responded in Elven. Yeah, because I don't know. Sea Elves, they're very reclusive, so she might not even speak common, you know? But Elvish is ask, a sure bet. <laughs> ask how long she's been here. I don't know. She responds back in common. Oh, okay, good. Sorry, All how right. long? She doesn't know. Oh. There's no day or night down here. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to start freeing your friends, all right? Um, give us just a moment. Yeah, Cesare and I guess Niccolo, because you can also pick locks, so we'll yep. each take a door. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm yep. just going to start breaking open doors, if that's all right. I mean, I mean you can make a force not? open if you prefer. I don't think we're going to use this place as a prison, so... Oh, it's going to Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to take a look at like her stitching and just try to get some sense of like, how yeah, what long... is the check to like undo that? Okay, well... Like, a couple. Let, let me take care of this at one at a time. Uh, Nicola, what do you get with your um, athletics and a crowbar? I can do assurance, which would just get me a 20 every time I try to force open the door. So if that's enough, I can just do that. Unfortunately, no. Fair enough. Then it's a plus 15. So um, is my actual bonus with the crowbar. So do me a favor and just quickly uh, bounce me four athletics checks. Okay. Let's find out. Uh, in the right. meantime, uh, Vittoria, if you would like to, I guess swimming forward, observing the the stitching here, um, how she's bound up, you may make a medicine check to attempt to uh, surgically. You can technically do this with a knife. However, if you choose to go that route, it uh, it may not be as pleasant. Yeah, it could cause damage. Um, however, I imagine you probably do have surgical tools that would allow you to remove this. Uh, again, stitching is a very generous word for what has happened here. 
I have an expanded healer's kit, so I assume. Yeah, you you could apply the bonus for that as well. Okay. Well, I was oh, just wondering, like, does it look healed or not? Like, you can tell how long it's been since those stitches were done. It looks infected and a little inflamed, but you think it's probably been days. Um, okay, if but not, not weeks. years. No, no. <laughs> it's not a bunch of elves that have been locked down here since this place flooded. You don't believe. That's crazy. I guess I'll help Victoria. I aided Victoria. I rolled a um, a nine for a 21 on that medicine check. And Nicola, go, you can go ahead and bounce me two more athletics checks. Two of these doors okay. are a little bit more stubborn than the others. Hey. And uh, Adria, if you're also making a uh, medicine check, you may. All right. So, yeah, that was uh, two nines at first for 24s each, uh, 17 for a 32, a 13 for a 28, uh, followed by 17 for a 32 and a 19 for a 34 on the on the rerolls there. Very well. So, Nicolo, I imagine with Cesare in tow, um, the two of you make your way down the corridor, Nicolo breaking open these, uh, these doors as he goes, and Cesare coming in to... Uh, unpin the other prisoners, um, even though all of the prisoners here are in the same condition of having their uh, hands God. and ankles Jeez. stitched together. That is terrible. But why? Uh, in total, there are, uh, counting the initial woman that you found, three women and two men. Hmm. All of them uh, rather athletic, fit-looking elven figures. All right. Well, they're all free now, so that's a good start. Are all of the doors that are still closed in this hallway cells, including the one that was to our right? All of the doors in? that you find here are all cells. All of them appear to be empty, with the exception of the one um, immediately when you enter. Mm -hmm. uh, glancing inside that one, there isn't an occupant, but there's a pile of things in there. Um, a number of long weapons. They look like tri. Oh, oh hey. Oh, it's probably this stuff. Yeah, adding to the scum theory. Yeah, Cesare will start messing yeah. with that door if it's locked. It is. But Vittoria. Uh, Vittoria didn't roll particularly great on her medicine check, but it did roll a seven for a 20 with, a, do you give me a plus one or a plus two? Plus it's one. a plus one. So uh, with uh, the aid from Adria, I get a 21. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not going to succeed, but it does not critically fail. You don't injure her. It's okay. just, it's taking you time. So can I try again? Yeah. It takes you about a minute to try to go through there and, uh, and pick these. All right. Let me aid you some more. Yep. 13 for a 25. So I aid. Oh, I would like the hero point and re-roll that. <laughs> yeah. That is a uh, natural one, I believe. Yeah. Yep. It's potentially a critical failure. Got to hurt. Are there clothes in there in this room with the tridents and stuff? Looks like clothes, uh, armor, weapons. Good. Much better. Uh, so the re-roll on that is a 17 for a 31. Okay. So it takes you about two minutes of, uh, of work. I have to get used to working in like floaty Water. conditions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and again, like, this isn't stitching. This is a coarse thread. This is more akin to what you would, this is like burlap material. This was mm. not meant to be used for oh. this purpose. Oh. God. The woman nods her thank as, thanks as she gets her arms free as I suppose, uh, just to speed things along, I imagine you'll go through and, uh, and free the rest of them. In fact, yes. uh, if you just go ahead and bounce me four quick medicine checks. Uh, so add one to all of those for my healer's kit. So that would be an 18, a 30, a 21, and a 23. It takes you uh, the better part of about another you know five minutes going through here, um, slicing the other elves free. Um, each of them, uh, upon being free, nods their thanks or offers thanks. Uh, obviously very curious to see uh, a bunch of air breathers down here breathing yeah. water <laughs> and doing all that yep. breathing water thing. Um, nodding their thanks to uh, to Nicolo and uh, Cesare for freeing them and then Vittoria for cutting their bonds, uh, Adria helping. Again, I imagine Lucia probably standing in the entryway since uh, yeah. God knows if those uh, scum are going to return or come investigate their yep. prisoners. And yep. also yeah. guarding the well because we don't know what's down the well. 
don't want whatever uh, is in that well to come out and be angry with you. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Not saying that there's something in the well, but we'll see. There is 100% something in the well. Stop messing with us. <laughs> there's, there's something in the water. There's something in the well. And, you know, Cesare would inform them, hey, this door's open. Your stuff's probably in here. If you give them a moment, they at the very least uh, procure their clothing. Start yeah, to, yeah. Uh, seriously. Yes, we will definitely help them with that. Uh, four of them start to, like, strap on their armor. They quickly uh, arm up the first one that you rescued, who seems to be in charge, judging by the fact that she's uh, kind of issuing, for lack of an easier term, orders to the other mm. ones. Oh, okay. And once she's uh, armed and has her, uh, her trident <laughs> nice. back in hand, the... Woman turns back to you. Again, there are uh, five of them in total. The woman that you initially rescued, as well as this uh, two other women, both of them looking younger. Obviously, for elves, it's difficult to determine exactly what their age is. They could be a couple hundred years old, for all you are aware. For Cesare, it's a little bit easier. You can tell that none of these are probably... The youngest looks to be easily over 100. Like, this is They're all adults. Adult. There's no kids here. Yeah. The oldest, which appears to have been the one that you freed first, is probably closer to your age, probably in the late hundreds, um, not quite to two, maybe 200. Uh, since Cesare, I think it's like 180. Cesare is 198. Hmm. Mm. Creep, creep, creeping up on the big 200. It's true. Gonna have to have a big party. <laughs> this is all right. Are you all okay now? Their leader turns back to you. Again, she has this mane of dark hair. Now that you can see her light, um, her hair is this deep sea green, almost to the point of being black, that f- floats up in a halo around her head. Uh, once you've given her the time to re-equip, she's donned her uh, spear, and uh, all of them are donning their uh, coral armor. Oh, wow. Cool. Ooh, cool. The woman nods, uh, gently paddling back and forth with her feet. Um, again, unlike a regular elf, there's a thin, almost uh, transparent skin between her fingers and toes that allows her a great deal more mobility underwater. Yes, um, substantially better than we were just a short time ago. First, thanks are in order. We do appreciate your assistance. I am Ava. Nicola, nice to meet you. Cesare. Vittoria. Lucia. Adriel. And these are Menu, Serasia, Equelin, and Velmain. The rest of them, you know, nod. Velmain, get you a little away from the back. Smile. <laughs> I wasn't aware that there was a sea elven community near Kentargo. Near is a relative term. We're not from anywhere near here. Uh, we're from the village of Asasazi. Anyone hey. that wishes may make me a society yeah. check. Say, <laughs> I am an expert at this. I'm just a regular trained person. I'm also regular trained. Oh, yeah, that is pretty far. That's um, 80 or 90 miles west of Cantargo, off the shores oh, of the Dismal Niche. That's a pretty insular village, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, yes, we don't uh, interact with outsiders very much. Not if it could be helped. Belmain smiles from the back. Not any offense to any of you. You guys are great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Most people suck. What has brought you to Kentago? We are rangers of our people, protectors of our home. We came to Kentargo seeking aid of an ally who lives in the city. But then we discovered Kentargo was now under the flag of throne. Unfortunately. The surface is not very uh, hospitable right now. Not at the best of times. Who were you looking for? We were looking for a half-elven friend of Asasazi, Chelsh Diva named Shinsen. Oh, 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 I know Shinsen. Yes, but Shinsen has not been found. So we've learned. She's either missing or hiding real not good. Sure which. She's long been an ally of our people, but mm. we learned that she was missing. And unfortunately, before we could start investigating her disappearance, we were captured by these scum. 
Mm, okay. Figurative and literal. Yeah. Melmaine says again from the back. Uh, and Colin kind of elbows him in that, like, stop interrupting sort of way. Melmaine is the best one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. They are kind of scum. Well, and they're also mostly dead at this point, I hope. We've killed several of them. Then you've done us all a great favor. Yeah. Well, in addition to the favor you've already done us. Just glad to be able to help out. We were in the right place at the right time. So, do you remember how they brought you in here? Specifically, no. They attacked us out in the river. We were trying to determine what to do next, but our... She kind of struggles for a moment before Aquellen, the tall, lean, kind of slim figure, uh, nods. We don't have a great deal of uh, common ground with the people of Kentargo. Uh, although we do trade at times with uh, the merchant ships that pass, we are somewhat uh, conspicuous. And as such, we didn't do... Um, much exploration on the surface. We were ambushed while we were getting ready to camp, trying to find a place close enough to the city that we could easily return in the morning, but far enough away that the filth that is constantly dumped into your rivers uh, didn't reach us. Ah, yeah. Well, we might actually be able to help with that. Yeah, we have a hideout. One of our locations does have a connection to the river, I believe. Well, if Shinsen is missing, we need to get back to her people as soon as we can. Mm. We were sent on a mission, and unfortunately, she can no longer aid us. Mm. What do you need to help with? A strange sickness has swept over our village. Shinsen mm. is said to know much and is a worshiper of the goddess of healing. Mm. Mm. Unfortunately, uh, those of us with healing or uh, priest training, well, there are no priests in our village. Only the elder. I don't suppose you could describe the sickness. Ava glances back to uh, the youngest of the um, the five elves, Sarasia. Oh, um, it's a melody that causes a, a listlessness. A listlessness. It's hard to say. And uh, aches. However, as it continued, many of our people became more seriously ill. Uh, it causes trouble breathing. Well, at, at least breathing water. It presents like gill rot, but it's not fungal, or, or so Elder uh, Athana says. Mm. When we left, no one had died, up, died from it, but we don't think it's a naturally occurring disease. Hmm. Is that enough to make a check? Um, not really. Um, yeah. Again, potentially a nature check would tell you what gill rot is, but again, gill rot is a fungal infection. Yeah. yeah. It spreads too quickly. It resists all attempts to cure it. Uh, it also seems to affect elves, more than half-elves. Our village contains both, but it seems to uh, affect the elven side of the village much more quickly. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. We suspect the scum, or maybe their master, might be connected to it. Hmm. Oven nods. It is quite suspicious that they found us so quickly. Yeah, considering we didn't even know there was scum under the city. I mean, it's not really surprising with all the flooding, but Cesare shrugs. Scum are very uncommon in this region, especially this close to the city. McQuillan mm -hmm. says, not to debate you, Master Cesare, I believe you said. We think it's likely that they are here on a mission as well. Mm. They don't seem to have had a permanent establishment here. They seem to have simply claimed this place, and we're using it as a place to hold us while we are here. Hmm. Although how they came to know of this place, we don't know. Perhaps their master told them. And there seems to be a connection to the river, and they could have just found it. It's possible. The scum are notoriously uh, inventive. However, they've very rarely been a problem this far, um, shall we say, in the shallow water, unless they're looking for prey. It does give us just one more reason to 
find Shinsen. Been curious as to where she's been. We would also be quite interested, Ava says. We had hoped to elicit her aid. Hmm. She's said to be very wise and very skilled. We don't know exactly what the scum intended for us. Likely to take us to their master. Did they mention something about it to you? They didn't really speak so much as they just tried to kill us. Though one looked very concerned when he glanced back into the river. Oven nods. Um, only a Quellen amongst us understands the Ogothu tongue. Yes, unfortunately we didn't. I've uh, studied somewhat widely, although uh, unfortunately information is somewhat limited, as isolated as our village is. However, I've made a point to learn the languages of our, in of our enemies. And these scum, um, next to maybe this Hagen, uh, rank very highly amongst them. Hmm. I overheard their leader of the scum down here. You perhaps faced him. Powerful looking individual. Wore some sort of uh, crown and carried some sort of staff. Or maybe spear. It was hard no, to say. No, I don't think we have. We haven't come across that yet. So there may still be some of them left. Yes. Regardless, they, um, he mentioned something about their master. Minathagoro. Oh, that's quite the mouthful. Uh, he spoke the name with awe, almost devotion, in a way that the scum usually reserve only for their, for the Algothu themselves. Mm, great. Anyone that wishes to. What's an Algothu? May make me an occultism check. <laughs> no, 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 I'm good. Okay. I'll try because I have untrained improvisation. Nicolo, we probably found your tentacle monster if these are what I think no. they are. Mm. <laughs> yep. Ah, oh, that's unfortunate. Yep. Well, things just got a lot more dangerous. Why is that? The Algothu are magical aquatic monsters. They can manipulate people and shape their slaves using physical transformative magic and mental manipulation. Abolith seem to form the core of their society. There are common folk among them uh, but they see themselves as masters of all the others um, their leaders mask their actions using disguises but the abliths revel in their monstrous forms often appearing as primeval fish with tentacles oh um, they tend to be masters of psychic manipulation and they're so ancient that uh, they were present when the world was very young um, they see all life as something to control, and something that they have the right to control. Hmm. The Algothu are ancient enemies of our people, the elves. Many of our... Ava pauses for a second, inclines her head. I mean, no. Disrespect. Those that fled to Sovereign um, have turned their back on our ancient enemies. Many of them don't quite respect the threat that they still pose. But those of us beneath the waves have long done our part to hold them in check. We are despised for it. They are an ancient enemy of ours, and if the scum are involved and are organized and here not pursuing mates, then they Ew. are likely here pursuing the goals of a fowler creature. Mm. We should check down the well before going up river, just in case. Yes, I agree. So we all hear creepy fish monster and decide to go to where we think it is? That's a threat to uh, not just this place, but the whole city, potentially. Yes, they may have some sort of design on the city. It's quite possible. We believe that she pauses for a moment. Go ahead and give me a perception roll from the party. Oh, God. I don't want to be fighting in this hallway. 
Does Victoria see a tentacle coming out of the well? Hello. <laughs> red rum. Red rum. <laughs> I did do the red rum finger. <laughs> hmm. She pauses. If Shinsen, as you say, is missing, we need to report back to our people as soon as possible. That is perfectly understandable. However, we cannot risk the scum remaining here. They are a danger to your people as well. And hopefully they have not yet reported back to their master. While they have learned nothing of nothing from us, our very presence here means that we have slipped away and are seeking allies outside of the sea. That information mm. by itself could be dangerous if it returns back to whatever creature it is that does direct them. So underwater team up? I mean, we were planning to clear this place anyway and then de-flood it. Plus, that would give uh, yet another place for you to come. And hopefully, if we find Shinsen, if you leave us a way to at least send a message, we could let you know. That would be extremely helpful. Well, we're in the business of helping people. I hadn't realized that uh, that was a job here on the surface. It doesn't pay very good at all. (laughs) It doesn't pay at all. (laughs) But it is what we do. We're, We're more what you would call weekend warriors. This is side hustle. <laughs> I guess it is the weekend. I will give you that one. But Ava places a hand to um, her chest, bows her head. Then we would be happy to add the points of Asasazi to uh, your own spears. And she just kind of glances over Nicolo in that, like, are you swinging a mace? Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. You know they're all looking at him going, you are a fool. They haven't seen just him wait yet. Till the fir- yeah, just wait till the first fight. They're going to be like, dang. Don't knock it till you try it. Sorry, let me just say this. They gave us tons of healing magic, and now we have five additional allies. I'm yeah. scared. I'm a little oh, bit yeah. concerned. This I think terrible. I relatively recently made a joke that, uh, if one of you dies, I know exactly what sort of character I'm going to suggest. Yeah, like, yeah. How would you like to be an aquatic elf? You know, is, is it... I'm going to point this out now. Is it possible we can rest for 10 minutes so I can refocus? Yes. <laughs> At the moment, yeah. I'm kind of without my uh We've my been hanging out for 10 minutes easily, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you have to actually, like, focus for that. Yeah. Yeah, Although, yeah but I think we could do that. <laughs> technic- I mean, this is this is kind of... It might be a little metagamey almost, but I mean... Would freeing prisoners over the course of the 10 minutes be like a devotion to my deity? I mean, I mean, that seems a very Milani. Milani is the goddess of freedom so. and uprisings. Yeah, that's fine. It's not really going to make much of a, a difference. So sure. Yay. All right. Thank you. I, I do think we should check the will. I agree. Probably the first step. Uh, is there anything else further down here or no? Uh, well, I unfortunately, mean, we were uh, thunk. Uh, Velmaine pats himself on the back of the head God, uh, when we were dragged down here. So uh, <laughs> if I, I die, I'm gonna play Velmaine. I figure <laughs> Victoria is is like all of you were knocked out. Oh, that means you probably all have concussions. Well, we'll just make sure they don't take any naps. I think it's I been, it's been several days. days. They're fine. Concussions can affect you after days. They're fine. <laughs> Do you know the date that it was on the surface calendar when you were captured by any chance? Well, we'd left our home just at the beginning of Lamashan, and it took us about four days to get here. So probably sometime early in Lamashan, the fifth or the sixth, maybe. Ah, it's been over a month. Oh, dang. 
It's been nearly six weeks. Have they been feeding y'all? If you call it food, Manu <laughs> says, just kind of sneering at the idea of what they were eating. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I've been there. Trust me. Okay, so then they're probably fine. Actually, I'll, I'll allow another um, society check. <laughs> what Fair do enough. they eat? Okay. Fish? I'm assuming Fish. a lot of seafood. Well, yes. <laughs> but is it seafood like we eat, or is it like they can eat, mm. you know, kelp? <laughs> we can mm. eat kelp. We can eat kelp, I guess too. we can eat kelp, too. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> <That's what laughs> Jordan's like, kelp's not food. <laughs> Not with that attitude. Heck, seaweed's <laughs> a, co- a common ingredient in a variety of foods. It's true. It's true. Uh, that being said, actually, and I'll go ahead and just give this to you instead of passing out secret information, Adria, as well as Niccolo, um, <laughs> are both aware, while again, um, Asasazi, the town that they're from, is uh, an extraordinarily insular town. I believe uh, you guys have gotten a general idea of that. However, they are renowned for their primary export, which is actually dried seaweed. Huh. Ah. The thing that Jordan um, says people don't eat. <laughs> okay, point of order. How the heck do they dry it underground? Un- underground. Underwater. The town isn't underwater. Oh, I thought the town was underwater. They have half elves. Yeah. Mm. They also have actual elves. It's probably a bit of both, to be honest. Yeah, oh, yeah sure. So I guess for Adria, and I th- was it Adria and Vittoria that uh, Adria, recognized no. the town? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, you are aware that uh, Asasazi is, um, technically speaking, I think in Chiliax, the largest um, half elven, com- half aquatic elven community. Hmm. And the town is basically built uh, half above water, half below water. Oh, that's cool. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Fancy. However, it is also renowned for its shellfish. In particular, it's smoked shellfish. Oh. Um, and as hey, such, uh, they. Uh, hmm. They're a little bit of elven connoisseurs um, over there in Asasazi. If I survive this, is there any chance I could go over to your all to your city and maybe try some of your food? It sounds delicious. <laughs> There's an awkward moment as uh, Alva just kind of politely inclines her head. The others sort of like dart their eyes between one another <laughs> in that like. Uh... They're a very insular. Society. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm just trying to be friendly. They got half elves from somewhere. Alva yeah. glances off. If Shinsen is is no longer in Cantargo or alive, depending on the circumstances. Mm. We may in fact need your assistance. And if such, I would welcome you, but that is not my choice. Fair mm. enough. I would need to report back to our warden, Naren, and the mm. elder, Atana. If they agree, you would be allowed into our village, but both of them must agree to allow that. Hey, I gotta. I understand. You gotta run it by the boss first. That's fair. We appreciate you understanding. Of Let's course. just focus on getting out of here alive. <laughs> uh, I agree with that. Um, we have no spellcasters amongst our numbers, but we are all quite skilled when it comes to uh, fighting. And again, meaning no offense, but we are in our element here. Hmm. Cesare is sure. like, yay, more people between me and the monsters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we got spellcasters and like, Uchi is just doing the like pointing at behind her and in front of her with her rapier. Adria's like, I have two total spells and zero healing. I'm just like, oh God, five more people to keep alive. You've got cantrips. Mm. This is fine. <laughs> They're not healing. We're, we're going with the overwhelming offense option <laughs> for how mm. we're dealing with things from now on. Yeah. It's about all we Thank can do. Me and all help is wanted at this point. Yes. Yep. All right, well, let's get going. Yeah. Uh, if it's okay with uh, y'all, I don't mind uh, being up in front. I, he glances over his heavy armor. Yeah, he's a real bulky man. I mean, yeah, I really am. But, like, am. graceful. It's weird. 
of course, we understand. Sarcia yeah, usually takes understand. point with us. She's more of a, a scout, a tracker, than mm. a combatant, but it doesn't look like tracking is exactly what we need right now. No, I don't guess so. We've just got five rangers with uh, favorite terrain underwater. <laughs> yeah. Yep. A bunch There's of rangers no show up out of nowhere. <laughs> that will take Love me a good ranger. I will continue to scout effectively, so let's keep doing Cesare that. Cesare is still detecting magic. So... Cesare finds whatever the new middle of the group is and is there. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, taking no chances down here. So to make things a little bit easier on myself, <laughs> each one of these characters does have slightly different stats. And I believe you should each now have access to oh, one hey. of them. Oh, Dibs on Valmain. Uh, I didn't get it. I didn't get yeah. it. Oh, it looks like I get Mainu. I have Equellen. Technically, I have Valmain. Hey, there you Lucky. go. Lucky. I have Ava. Yeah, I know. I have Saracia. Um, to go over these real quick for you, um, as again, they kind of take a moment to discuss uh, um, basically what they do. First off, each one of them uh, does come equipped with a trident. Um, the only difference to that, I believe, is Saracia, who also has an aquatic elven crossbow. Huh. Mm. Sweet. They, uh, in addition to that, most of them have a double slice. Uh, basically, they fight with a trident in one hand and a dagger in the other. Neat. Um, allowing them to use two actions to do two strikes against the same target, one with a melee weapon in each hand, combining the damage of any attacks um, that hit and applying precision damage, resistance, weaknesses, so on only once for each. Uh, mm. Both attacks count towards the scout's multiple attack penalty, but the penalty increases only after both attacks. That is pretty cool. Like, that's a good ability. Oh, fun. I speak Thalassic. That's Thalassic. Go home, Jordan. Thank you, somebody laughing at <laughs> Jordan that. is home. <laughs> there was, know, gonna, there was definitely going to have Rick put in a cricket sound set if nobody <laughs> laughed at that. I believe mm -hmm. uh, all of them have mm -hmm. double slice with the exception of Sarcia, who has scout's aim, which allows her to use two actions to focus and then uh, make a ranged weapon strike. And on the strike, they gain a plus two circumstance bonus on the attack roll and ignore concealed conditions. Hey, that's nice. So basically, she can use an extra action to aim. They also uh, all have underwater archer, which means that... Uh, Mm -hmm. Their piercing ranged attacks don't have their range increments. So even if mm -hmm. they choose to throw their javelins, mm -hmm. they can still throw or throw their tridents. They can still throw them underwater without penalty. Uh, they also have woodland stride, which doesn't really matter that much uh, right now unless you run into some seaweed, at which point they are very fast and swimming through seaweed and th things like that. It yeah. is funny that um, it's called woodland stride. But I suppose then you uh, gather yourselves together and uh, head to the well. I guess head yep. back out of here. Oh, yeah. I really hope Samara is not down there. We haven't watched well, the video. We should be okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I suppose you all retreat back, make your way uh, into the previous room. This cluster now of uh, the five people, <laughs> five extra people, <laughs> the 10 of you uh, gather in the yeah. previous room. This is a very full this room This will be now. interesting. This will be a fun experiment to see how this works. It's basically all like right. all of you have, uh, have a little companion here. Yeah. But uh, I suppose you're going to uh, to dive down. So I guess... Uh, yep. Nicolo up at point. Uh, Nicolo, Lucia, uh, looks like a Quellen, all kind of gathered around the edge of this well. Quellen looks down. Oh, this should be pleasant. Uh, it's been pretty great so far. <laughs> yes. The raven is going to be very mad she missed this. He glances <laughs> around at the aquatic elves. <laughs> oh, you have a bird. Saracia looks over. <laughs> she has a cat. He... Mm. It's named after a bird. Yes, he has a cat named Sorry, after a bird. Sorry, he has yes. a cat. <laughs> It's it's up it's up the wizard's sleeve. Cat, cat. Those are the four-legged uh, fish hunting. Things. Yes, they have like kind of little pointy ears and a tail. But the, the smaller ones, not the really big ones without the tail, right? Those yeah. are. Uh, I think they call them uh, bear. I believe. Um, uh, that makes sense from off the side. Oh yeah, bears are a whole different thing for sure. Yes, I saw a bear once. 
I'd love to see a bear. <laughs> you really just a, keep your distance. Bears are cool. Yeah. I understand they're the killer wells of the river. Yes, I think that's <laughs> I mean, uh, technically. Uh, killer kill whales of forests, I guess. <laughs> oh yes, for, that's fish. that's what you call the uh, that's what you call your weird coral things, right? Trees. Uh, I didn't know trees were made out of coral. They're not. They're just kind of like coral in the way that they uh, function in on the they're land. They're kind of hard. And totally right. enough. <laughs> I have no nature. <laughs> But anyway, your surface coral is terrible for armor, so. Uh, oh, yeah, no, sure certainly don't use that. Gets all swelling and warps and all the rest of that stuff. Mm. Doesn't do well with water. to use it. Anyway, we swim down. We send Nicolo first and hope he doesn't get stuck in the well. Well, yeah, Nicolo can actually see. That we have to send somebody else after him that has a light source. So, so. then he kind of shoves uh, Aquila off towards the side. Hey. Me first. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Nicolo, suppose you dive down first um, with the rest of the party following quickly thereafter. Mm-hmm. Grabbing onto the edge of this well, pulling yourself down, uh, swimming forward. Again, uh, while it is a little bit crowded now with all of these people, uh, it is kind of nice at the very least to have uh, a number of other companions here that seem to move with uh, the same grace and speed. They actually have a 30-foot swim speed. so uh, say uh, more grace and speed, yeah. They're a little faster. All the faster to get into battle with their, like, 19 armor class and 20-something hit points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the exception of Elmaine, who has like 30-something hit points because he's he a little does, hardier. But he also has an 18 armor class. Yeah, oh, slightly no. lower armor class. He's a little oh, slower, a little heavier. Sad. Mm-hmm. Diving down, you move through the well and enter into a strange new chamber. You don't know specifically what this cave's intent was. Again, I think you all theorize that perhaps, uh, A, it could have been uh, a murder hole, basically disposal. Oh, yeah, it's a murder hole. Disposal shoot. Um, or B, it could have been... A water An actual source. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. As you slide down, you enter into a cave, maybe some 20 feet from one side to the other, uh, maybe about 15 feet or wider. So you see a single exit that leads out of this flooded chamber, encrusted with filth and sludge. Oh, no, mm. it's a poop hole. The floor here is covered in this soppy mud, not quite the sand that you expected, but this mixture of mud and the occasional bone waterlogged mm. such as, as it is. It's a filth hole. Murder hole. And other less identifiable refuse. Mm. I should have Ugh. taken a bet on it being the murder hole. Shazray looks around. Are we really <laughs> sure we want to do this? <laughs> I don't have an option. Well, you no. can see the exit. Unfortunately, the water here is still cloudy as it was elsewhere. And as such, you can only see about some 20 feet ahead of you. We just need to make sure there's nothing down here. And then we can brave the river and I'll end up getting washed up to sea and you all have to do this without me. We can put a rope <laughs> on you. Stop complaining. <laughs> I tap well, you, you on the shoulder. find a couple of rocks to put on your, on your legs. Yes, because oh, that'll help with the swimming situation. It'll help with the not getting blown away pot. <laughs> well, we'll just put a rope and we'll tie the rope to uh, Nicolo because he's strong and stuff. While the water does swirl down here around you, it is not as strong of a current. You think mm. that you're maybe in a side passage off of the... Uh, you guess where the main passage was, which is where you are feeling the stronger current before. Of course, knowing our luck, this is the way we actually need to go. Yeah, well, sure. I think it goes out to the river, so... Only one way to find out. Well, and we yep. have to go everywhere because we got to make sure everything's clear. Oh, do you see any, uh, any pump pots? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> look, around, look around. Does it highlight anything in the muck for you to grab? Yeah, I uh, hit the alt key. Is there any searchable crates down here? Do, do your eagle vision so you can see all the hidden. I believe you're currently taking the scout action and not yes. the search action. 
And I don't see anything trying to kill us, if that's uh, <laughs> that's what you want to I mean, know. that's good, too. I mean, any magical auras jumping out at Cesare, he's just doing uh, the Marl, will be swimming down there now? Yeah. If it, I mean, if it's big enough for us all to swim down there. Uh-huh. Well, is there be. an exit from that chamber? There is. Okay, then yeah. All right. On the far yeah. side. I can barely see it far enough to see it, though. All right, we're going down the hole. Get in your hole. Yeah. Do you want to get in your hole? Now, if there's a pump part down here, it might be made out of bone. There's lots that of bones like down here. Do. That is definitely not a part. Um, all of you moving down to go and, uh, and join Niccolo, making uh, who will make a little bit of room for all of you to get down there. Yep, join him in the motor hole. Whee! Somebody we'll puts a cap around. on this well. We're stuck down here forever. <laughs> no, there's oh, an exit. There's always <laughs> another exit. There's got to be somewhere for the filth to to you know go out into the river and be swept away. Oh, this is a lot smaller cave than I thought it was. Oh, keep an eye out. Uh, it seems like the floor here has been disturbed, but evenly, uh, almost like something slid across it. Somebody cleaned mm. it out with a little underwater broom. Or something that slithers. Hmm. Or yeah. maybe when you throw a body down here, it slides. Mm. Pretty even. I doubt that. Lucia just kind of like floats up a little bit mm. so that she's not touching the uh, <laughs> suspiciously smooth bottom. All right. Well, everybody, let's, uh, I guess, get in it for the biscuit. I hear that's some sort of phrase the people upstairs like to say. Oh, it's risk it for the biscuit. Ah, all right. I don't want a biscuit. I don't know why you have to risk it for a biscuit. That's not really like, you know. I mean, we get free biscuits at the coffee house. We don't have to risk anything. <laughs> what is a Biscuit. Saracio <laughs> <laughs> like looks confusedly over all of you. We're gonna all get right. you a biscuit. When we got it here. <laughs> I think we get we're, soggy we're going down to, here. I love that we're, our new hideout includes these guys so that we can all educate them on what the surface is like. We'll get you a biscuit make, and a meat it's pie. It's basically gonna be Little Mermaid Land up here. Little Mermaid just kind of pats her on the elbow. It's it's kind of the surfacer's equivalent of uh, a really really dry seaweed roll. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, relative to an underwater food, I imagine it is dry, yes. Manu just shakes her head. Why would you want dry food? <laughs> it's crunchy. They're not always crunchy. And they, also they because be you typically dip it into coffee. Oh, we're talking about different biscuits here. Well, there's soft biscuits and there's Bill hard Bill looks over at Aquila and it's just like mouths, what the heck is coffee? <laughs> I feel so bad. Oh my gosh, they've never had coffee. We're totally going to have them have some coffee and they're going to okay, be bouncing all over the place. Okay, we've got to take them on a food, a food journey. God. Yeah, where's our hat of disguise? <laughs> this is, yeah, I was going to say, this is basically we're all going to trade around the hat of disguise, take everybody else up to a coffee shop, have them get like a scone and a but meat just pie. Take them, and... take them to our other hideout and Long Roads yeah. is up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, we got to look through this Anyways, first. we move on. <laughs> Upward and onward, and hopefully whatever has tentacles down here doesn't kill me. <laughs> True. So I suppose then um, you make your way forward swimming to the best of your ability through the uh, the somewhat difficult terrain here. Mm. Figuratively speaking, not literal. Unless you're choosing to walk along the bottom, at which point it is difficult terrain. Mm. Niccolo, you move forward at point, exiting from this smaller side cave into a somewhat larger room. This chamber is curious. As you move into it, you can start to tell it's more exact dimensions. Large enough that you can see it's about 20 feet across or so. More than 20 feet in length as you enter into it, but you can't see the far side through this stirring of silt that is kicked up. Off towards your right-hand side are these uh, these various masses of underwater plants, although exactly what underwater plants you're not entirely positive of. However, off towards your left-hand side is something curious. The wall here 
of this low ceiling cave. The cave ceiling is only about um, nine feet high. Mm. The wall here is riddled with about one foot diameter holes. Protruding from these are long pipes adorned with circular rings and metal etched with tiny little runes. Oh, this is the other side of the pump. Yeah. I see. Okay. So this is where it pumps from. You can tell that uh, all of these sands one appear to be intact. One of them seems to be somewhat damaged and missing the ring um, that attaches to the end of the pump or the pipe. Here's where our defect is. Oh, good. Let's keep an eye out for a a ring. You have a few moments to take this in. Oh, Oh, no. no. Before your eye drifts over to a very disturbing presence in this room. A short distance away is a large, one would accurately use the term, grotesque mass. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a corpse orgy. You don't think refuse per se, (laughs) but it looks like this mass of blubber and rancid flesh Piled up oh God, maybe it is a corpse orgy. upon itself. As you look, these almost tendrils, almost tentacles of blubbery uh, pink mass no, stretch hello. out around it. And in the center, you see a line split as if its body splits in half horizontally into this massive, vast maw filled oh. with rotted waterlogged teeth and broken bones. Oh, yikes. It looks (laughs) a little bit like that horrid guy right there. Oh, I can't see it. We don't know. Only Niccolo can. Yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And I will need initiative from all ten party members. Oh, Oh, God. Next time. Okay. Oh, my (laughs) God. We've got our deputy ravens as backup characters. I don't like that we have backups right now. Right? There were specifically one for each of us, too, in case of a TPK, so that's fun. There's also an extra one beyond that. I want to throw this out here. I think, well, I know Ross will get this. Maybe Heather. This creature looks shockingly like Ultros from Final Fantasy VI. It really does. Like, really looks like him. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm just done. Use fire magic, quick. Oh, wait. Does Nicola get any sort of, like, flashback or anything about this? No, no, you don't remember blubbery tentacles. I don't think this is your tentacle monster from your vision. No, it doesn't seem to be. It's a different terrible tentacle monster. It's a different type of terrible tentacle monster. Uh, This entire dungeon may be full of them. You don't know. No. Great. It's pretty goopy. Cesare's going to hide behind our new sea elven friends. Go forth, fellow elves. I shall be here. Brave, 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 brave Sir Cesare. (laughs) I don't like that laugh. That was very sinister. He just looked at the stat block and realized how much trouble we're in. Uh, <laughs> I will I will leave off this uh, this tease for the audience. What I'm laughing at is I, I'd forgotten until I revealed this thing again what its flippin' name is. <laughs> oh, no. So oh, is it a hilariously oh, bad name? Do you guys want to know? Yes. Yeah, sure. Facing, you are facing the dreaded Globster. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, Okay, whoever at Paizo named this, you Uh, channeled me when you named this, because that is exactly what I would call it. You get a hero point for this glob of (laughs) sensible flesh. Swims up the well and just leaves. Hilarious. 
leaves oh, the entire no. town. Oh, uh, my but God. you know who we appreciate hasn't just up and left us? Our patrons. <laughs> Our patrons. Our patrons. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys are amazing. We, as always, appreciate every single one of you and your continued patronage, your continued support through this uh, this difficult exploration of these uh, this subnautical expanse <laughs> of dungeon. And now the party has made some friends. And as we all know, as the famous saying goes, it is dangerous to go alone. Mm-hmm. It is. Yep. So take this. And by yes. this, we mean your patronage, which I guess we have all accepted uh, because it yep. is, in fact, dangerous to go alone. Absolutely. So, yeah, thank you all for your continued support. We greatly appreciate it. We would like to take the opportunity to thank a few of you by name. And I'm going to start this off by thanking Marcus Anderson. Thank you, Marcus. Thanks, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Marcus. I appreciate it, Marcus. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's never heard that I'm sure he's never heard that one before. Not once. I'd like to thank Doug Blakesley. Ooh, all right. I Doug. love thank that you, Doug. name. Blakesley. Blakesley. Uh, that's, cool. that's yeah. cool. Thank you, Doug. And I would like to thank M. Foss. Thank oh, you, M. Thank you. Thank you. M is for mystery. Mysterious Foss. I was going to go with Men in Black. That's true. Or uh, M from, uh, you know, uh, James Bond. That's what I was going, MI5, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 My mind also went to that old, um, God, this is going to maybe date me a little bit, uh, that old Cartoon Network, um, was it Cartoon Network? The Dial M for Monkey? I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know, know that one, but... Dial M for Monkey. It was a TV program from 2000. So cool. I would like to move on from this and thank James Craig. Thank you, James. Thank, thank you, James. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to thank uh, Johan Wengman or Wengman. Thank, thank you, Johan. Thank you, Johan. Thank you, Johan. Yeah, you're an amazing wingman. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's never heard that. I'm one. sure he's never heard that one either. <laughs> My lord. Uh, and I would like to go on ahead and thank Aiden. So we Thanks, appreciate Aiden. your support, yes, Aiden. Thank you, Aiden. Thanks, I think I mentioned this before. I've always been a big fan of the name of Aiden. It's yeah, we name. had one last week, too. Yeah, I think we did have one last week. Might have been on a completely <laughs> different a team show. Aiden. Team Aiden is building up force to take on Team James and Team... Yes, we team mentioned uh, Aiden Kodas uh, yeah. in uh, episode 47 of War for the Crown. There was Ooh. a really awesome Aiden named Aiden Quinn who played Doyle on Angel, and he was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Aiden. Aiden um, random Buffy adjacent facts. Yeah, Buffy adjacent facts, but Doyle was one of the best parts of that show. So thank you all for your continued patronage, your continued support. You are all wonderful. We greatly appreciate you. And we do want to take an opportunity to also thank our Find the Path to Your patrons. And these include Andrew Miller, Braden Worrell, Colin Bill, Elliot Brown, Eric, and Lisa Junker, Gary S., Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C., John Koo, Joshua Saldana, Louis Ellis, Robert Beach, Sandy Archer, Siren Roll and TJ Khan. Thank you each for your continued support. You are amazing. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And uh, tune in next time to see what all amazing things that this uh, globster. <laughs> the globster. Oh, no. We are in so much trouble. I love trouble. this creature for the name alone. <laughs> Send all the sea elves. <laughs> oh, no. Except oh, Domain. Yes. We have to save him because he's the best. He's the designated survivor of their group. I kind of hope they all survive personally. But I hope they all survive. I know, survive. I'll feel really yeah, bad if we send yeah. them in and they all get killed. Well, then play them wisely. Unlike yeah. when we played our guards. <laughs> I, I don't want yeah. to get up close It does look like Krang. I'm going to go with <laughs> it. It really does. It's, it's horrible. I hate it. 
But and he looks like he's like actually like grinning a little bit. So he's like, yeah, because lunch just got here. No more refuse. Yeah. Oh, this is wonderful. Oh, look at this yeah. buffet. Oh my gosh, it's all you can eat. He's happy because DoorDash accidentally quadrupled his order. <laughs> <laughs> and that yep, is Ultros is from the original Ultros. Final Fantasy VI. Oh this yeah, is absolutely close. Ultros. <laughs> And you know well, what? Okay, uh, he's fish food, so. Ah. <laughs> My, My gosh. Uh, you oh. walk in here and he's like, man, this thing's heavy. It will take me exactly, was it 10 minutes to push this yeah. over? <laughs> and then a 10 minute timer starts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this would have been great if you did fight him in an opera house, considering that's where you fight uh, Ultras yeah. in Final Fantasy VI. It would have worked that so is, well that would for be uh, great. Anyway. It would have been yeah. weird to All fight this thing in an, in an opera house. But tune in next time. Good luck, Pathfighters. Bye, Pathfolk. Bye, everybody. Bye, Pathfolk. <laughs> I'm very curious to see whether or not you can keep all of these other people alive. Oh, that's my, that's my I, hope. I see what this is. This is the NPC escort quest. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath.